Well, good evening, and God bless you to every last one of you who are joining us on tonight. We want to welcome you to Tuesday Night Live, and we are continuing our study on the end times, and so we want to welcome you on tonight, amen. We need to be able to have a primer on the prophetic times in which we are living, and so I want to take a minute as we are getting ready to break the bread of life and just welcome everybody and ask you to do me a favor, tag and share and repost and do watch parties and invite your friends, invite, invite your neighbors, <laughs> all of the above. Amen. I'm hoping that y'all can hear me loud and clear. I want you to chime in, you know what I'm saying? And, and converse with us on tonight as we get into the word. Let me tell you something. This is going to be a phenomenal teaching on tonight because tonight we are going to be talking about building your wall of protection. We have been talking over the past couple of weeks about surviving the end times. And so we are in this prophetic uh, uh, moment in time, this prophetic Kairos time right now. And so we need to be able to uh, make make sense of where we are according to the word of God. And so the first week we talked about um, the, you know, knowing where we are and what God is speaking about where we are. And then uh, the, the second week we talked about um, what does the word last really mean? What does it mean when we say we're in the last days? And so we're going to get into the scripture. But before we get into the scripture, I want to take a minute to invite you to register for our um, Global Leaders University, which begins October 23rd, 2020. Let me tell you something. We have some anointed teachers that are going to be teaching the word of God, and you do not want to miss this uh, move of God. Now, class begins on the 23rd. When class begins on the 23rd, I will be teaching um this particular class here, Prophetic Education Primer, Prophets, Prophesiers, and Prophecy, class begins October 24th at, uh, we're gonna, let me move this ticker out the way so that you guys can see, Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. is when class begins. Listen to me, you can go to our website, all right, the website is listed up here on our flyer here openmedia.org forward slash GLU. If any of you have filled out any forms and um, you did not get a reply, I need you to go back and fill out the forms again because we had to make some updates and changes to our um, website. So I need you to go back and check that again, okay? And then on Monday, all right, Monday, Prophetess Sarita Bradley is going to be teaching on Apostolic Ministry 101, Mondays from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Now, mind you, my class is going to be seven weeks. Get ready. Get your notebooks. Be ready for it, okay? All right, you can register online on our website. This is um, Apostolic Ministry 101 classes will be, this is a four-week class. And this is going to be from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. 
on Mondays beginning um, on October 26th. And Prophet Serena Bradley is going to be teaching that class. All right. And then on Tuesday nights, Prophetic Intercession 101. If you are a prophet, if you are an intercessor, you want to be in this class. Hallelujah. All right. Prophetess Andrea Jackson is going to be teaching this class for our fall semester. Her class will be held on Tuesday nights. And it will begin on October 27th, 2020. And her class Classes will be Tuesday nights from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. All of the information that you need is on our website. So I admonish you, go to the website, register. It's openmedia.org forward slash GLU. Okay, so we got all the glitches out of the way. We got all the issues out of the way. You do not want to miss this anointed time in study in the word of God. Hallelujah. And to be able to receive what the Lord is saying. So we want you to go and do that. One more announcement and then we get it into the word. Okay, one more announcement. Okay. All right. So I want you to take a minute. All right, take a look at this because I want you to join us tomorrow night. Amen. Tomorrow night at 6.45 p.m. for prayer with Apostle James Powell. So I want you to take a minute, watch this, write it down because I want you to join us. You never get delivered from what you don't define. Come on here. You can't get delivered from what you don't define. So you have to define this is what my issue is. And I need God to give me grace, to give me strength. Amen. I need to stand on the word so that I can overcome this thing. Hallelujah. So we thank God for Apostle James Powell. Amen. We're going to be joining him in Power Center Ministries. You don't want to miss the word. It's going to be tomorrow night, 645. All right. And then also tomorrow morning, join us for Oasis Devotionals at 7 a.m. Listen, it's a lot going on. I've been saying what pandemic? I'm going to have to stop saying that because everybody else is listening to me. <laughs> And they, they ring in my phone. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's all right. We give God praise because we know that God is moving in our midst and we want to be a part of what the Lord is doing. And so we're so grateful to the Lord for what he's doing. Go to the website. Just listen, pull up. If you're watching us on your computer, pick up your phone and go to the website and register right now. If you're watching on your phone, get on your computer and go register for the fall semester of GLU. You do not want to miss that. All right. Prophetic, uh, uh, the prophetic primer um, that we're going to be doing prophets, prophesiers and prophecy. And then also prophetic intercession 101 and then apostolic ministry 101. It's going to be a blessing. You got to get in. You got to get in. Now let's get into the word of God. We're going to pray and then we're going to get into the word of God. Amen. We are looking forward to all that the Lord is going to share with us. And so tonight I'm asking you to tag and share, repost, start watch parties because we want to be a blessing. We want to welcome everybody that is watching on our Oasis television network. Hallelujah. If you're listening by way of iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, whatever you're listening on, if you're watching on YouTube, Periscope, and also on the Prophets Teaching Group, we want to thank God 
for you. We appreciate the Lord for you and for uh, Apostle Ken Cox and Prophet Sabina Cox. Amen. And all of those that are there in the Prophet's teaching group. Listen, let's get this word. So, Father, we thank you tonight and we give you glory for all that you're going to speak to our hearts. We thank you, Lord, for the word that you're going to release. We thank you for the airwaves obeying your voice and submitting to the sound of the voice of your word and causing your people to be in, encouraged and strengthened, oh God, and even instructed on tonight for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So I want to start again with a word-for-word -word translation of um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. And what we did was we took the Greek words, okay? All the Greek words that we were defining as we were talking about the groups. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and so all of those things that we were um, doing and we were reading the verses. So we broke those words down. And this is what 2 Timothy 3 and 1 actually means. Okay. So um, this is what it says. You emphatically and categorically need to know with unquestionable certainty that in the very end of days, when time has sailed to its last port and no more time remains for the journey, that last season will stand in the midst of uncontrollable, unpredictable, hurtful, treacherous, and menacing times that will be emotionally difficult for people to bear. How many of you have been going through some emotional, dip, emotionally difficult times? Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have been experiencing some things that have been, been making you be like, okay, I got to go, hallelujah, and get into some more prayer. I got to go, amen, and seek the Lord just a little bit more. Amen. These are the kinds of times that we are living in. And so we were setting the stage, amen, and this is why we're talking about surviving the last days, hallelujah, amen. And we're going through the scripture so that we can build our wall. So this week we're talking about building your wall of protection. Listen to me. If you are still in the middle of this pandemic, at this juncture of time, in this time in which we are, we are in the ninth month of the year. And with all that we have experienced, if you still lagging behind, if you still trying to figure out how you're going to get out to bed in the morning for prayer, if you still struggling to try to get it together, I'm coming to help you tonight because you have got to be able to build your wall. And the only way you're going to be able to resist the enemy, the onslaught of the enemy. Now, I'm not telling you that building this wall of protection is going to cause you to not have to go anything, go through anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you that building this wall of protection is going to mean that you're not going to go have to suffer. I'm not telling you that either. Building this wall of protection does not mean that your finances are not going to go through, that you're not going to suffer any losses. That's not what it means. But what it does mean, it means that when things come against you because your wall is up, your spirit, your soul, your mind is in a place of protection because you have girded up the loins of your mind. You have put on the whole armor of God. I want to come and preach gospel truth to you because sometimes people make, you know, will get out here and start preaching stuff and say things to try to make you think that, well, if I pray this prayer, that means I'm not going to go through anything. 
The devil is a liar. It's a lie from the pit and it smells like smoke. And I need you to understand that unequivocally, that even as I read this verse to you and broke down the Greek, you need to understand that you emphatically and categorically need to know with unquestionable certainty. Don't even question it. It is going to happen that in the last days in which we are living, the very last days, when time has sailed to its last port, and no more time remains for the journey that the last season will stand in the midst of uncontrollable, unpredictable, hurtful, treacherous, and menacing times that will be emotionally difficult for people to bear. Emotional. Listen to me. Can you just, can somebody just say amen? Can you just say amen if you have if you have opportunity just say amen because this has been an emotionally difficult season. Today you may be happy, you know what I'm saying, but last week your emotions ran the gamut. And there's no way that you can live in this life without having to deal with some of these things. So I want to encourage you on how to build up your wall on tonight so that you can you can build a protective environment around your spirit, around your mind, around your house, around your children, around your work environment, around your home environment. Come on here, somebody riding in your car. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so we want to be able to build this wall. And then when I'm telling you these things, these are basic things. But the reality is, is that I'm not going to say that, oh, this is just common sense. Let me tell you something. One of the things that we have already determined is that common sense is not common. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And that doesn't mean I'm calling anybody dumb, but I'm just saying we have people who have been saved forever and don't realize that there is a time that you have got to build up your wall. You have got to actually commit. Hallelujah. You've got to commit to this walk with God. This And listen, if you don't know it by now, you need to understand that, amen, your, your ability to come through these times is not going to be about whether or not you can get to the church house and shout. Have you figured that out yet? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have you, have you figured that out yet? Amen. So I want to give you some simple action steps tonight. Amen. But that if you act upon these steps uh, consistently, if you be consistent in this, that this is going to produce great power in your life. Hallelujah. It's going to spare you from from troubles in your spirit, man. It is going to spare you from being able to fall or fail. Why? Because you built up your wall. Amen. You're going to be able to have yourself. Listen, the Bible says that whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent will bite him. So I want you to not break the hedge. I want you to build your hedge. Hallelujah. And sometimes we're waiting for God to build a hedge of protection when in essence it's already been given. However, there are hedges that we break. Come on here, somebody. There are hedges that we break. And because we break these hedges, we open the door to the enemy and we become prey to the enemy. And we don't understand how come Satan is running roughshod. Even if all hell is breaking loose in your life, you should still be able to walk in the presence of God. 
Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So we want to apply some of these elements that are going to give you a rock solid wall of protection. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is going to be a good starting place for some of you. This is going to be a good a rallying point for a lot more of you. Amen. Because what we need to be able to do is we have to establish this for ourselves, establish this for our families, establish this. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For our environments that we traverse and that we live in. It is important. So the first thing I want you to do, amen, is I want you to commit to pray. This is number one. Commit to praying every day. We are in the midst of all kinds of stuff going on. I want you to commit to praying every day. Well, Apostle, I'll be tired. You know, it's just so much. Listen, we have help for you. If you have a hard time praying through, I want you to get up, amen, and be ready to get on devotional with us in the morning at 7 a.m. From 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., there is no excuse. And we're not the only ones hosting prayer. There are people hosting prayer all over the place. And then not just that, you can go to our website, Oasis, uh, Open Media, O-A-P-N, it's on the screen, media.org, amen. And then go click on Oasis Television Network. If you don't have a Roku, if you don't have Fire TV, and you can go on there and we have a 24-7 prayer channel and it's the second channel on the page go on that page and play the prayer you gotta do whatever it takes to activate your prayer life can i say it again you gotta do whatever it takes to activate your prayer life psalms five and three the fifth psalm fifth division of psalm the third verse okay this is how you build your wall. You need to be committed to this. Okay. All right. So David made a statement about his commitment to God. Listen, you might say, well, oh my God, this is just, you know, I thought you was talking about the last days. I am. I'm telling you, I need to tell you how to survive this time. How are you going to survive? You're not going to survive if you don't build your wall in prayer. You don't need nothing deep. We're going to save the deep stuff for GLU. Register for GLU and you can get some deep stuff. But tonight, I want to help you build your wall so that you can get back in position so that so that when all hell is breaking loose in your life, you're not allowing the enemy to overtake you and you don't have what it takes to be able to win the battle because your wall has fallen down. OK, so I want you to make a commitment like David did to spend time with God in the morning. Well, how do you know that David made a commitment to spend God with spend time with God in the morning? Because Psalm 5 and 3 says, my voice shall thou hear when? Not at night. He said in the morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, in the morning, will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up? Can I read that to you again? He said, oh, Lord, he says, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Do you understand and pay attention to the last part of this verse when David said, and will look up. David was surrounded by his enemies. He had foes on the left and on the right. And he understood that if he looked at his circumstances, his circumstances were going to make him quit. His circumstances was going to have him pulling his hair out. His circumstances were going to have him feeling like he wasn't going to be able to make it if he was to just gauge his life based on what was surrounding him. So he said, I'm getting up in the morning and I'm not going to look at what's going on around me. I'm going to look up. 
I'm going to set my eyes on God. I'm going to look to the heavens. Hallelujah. I'm going to look to God to be able to move on my behalf. And so just as David had to set his heart to get up in the morning and to look up to God, I'm going to challenge you. Get up in the morning and start looking up to the Lord. Start looking up to Jesus. Come on here, somebody. And listen, don't be embarrassed or ashamed to go to God and pray and say, Lord, give me a spirit of prayer. God, I'm lacking in prayer. I don't want things that are taking place in this land and in this world to overtake me. God, I want to do like David did. And I want to get up in the morning. And I want you to hear my voice in the morning, God. And I want, oh God, to direct my prayers to you. And Father, I want to look up, not look around me, not look to my left or to my right, but look up. Because somebody type that in there, look up. That's what you need to do. Look up. Stop looking at your bills. Stop looking at who's in the hospital. Stop looking at who's talking about you. Stop looking at what you don't have. Look up. Stop looking at the struggle that you may be facing today. If you're going to make it through this, if you're going to survive this testing season, you got to look up. Can you write that in there? Look up. That's a prophecy and a command to yourself. That's why I want you to do it. Amen. This is like, you know, interactive service. Look up. That's what you need to do. And if you don't, and this is what David understood. He understood that if he did not look up, he understood that life was going to drag him down. Do you have things around you that's trying to pull you down? Do you have things around you that is trying to take your eyes off of Jesus to make you focus on something else other than the Lord? Is there something else going on in your life, amen, that has you, you know, grabbing for straws or whatever the case is? I want you to begin to look up. Stop looking at your circumstances and let's begin to look up. All right. And now here's the thing. If you ignore this principle of prayer in the morning and looking up to the Lord, you can be rest assured that in the end, you're going to end up in trouble. You're going to end up worried. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be looking at your circumstances. You're going to be looking at whatever is facing you. And you're going to be allowing the things that you see to cause you to shrink back from God. So you got to do like David did and look up. But if you do get up and pray, if you do get your, get to the place where you begin to look up to the Lord, if you do set your affections on him, we only still on number one. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Amen. If you do, you're going to be able to experience power to overcome all of your obstacles, to overcome all of your difficulties, to overcome all of your troubles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you got to be able to take the time to listen to what God is saying to you through getting up and praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so what you have to learn how to do is practice walking in a continual state of fellowship with God. Whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether you're in the grocery store, whether you are doing whatever it is that you are doing. How do I know this? Because Ephesians 6, 18. Can you get to that? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Paul is talking to the church at Ephesus and he says, praying always. Let's read that. Ephesians 6 and 18. Let me read that to you real quick. Hallelujah. Because I still got my Bible in Psalms. Amen. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. And I want to look at verse 18. He says, praying. And I'm reading from the ESV. Praying at all times in the spirit 
with all prayer and supplication to that end, keeping alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Listen to me. Amen. Paul is saying that you got to learn how to pray when you ain't praying. Paul is saying that no matter what is going on in your life, that you have got to stay in a place of continual uh, fellowship with God. It is doable. It is not something, amen, that is undoable. God knows that in this hour in which we are living, you have got to be in a state of continual prayer. You got to be intentional about praying. You got to set your heart on it. Listen to me. If you got to put on some worship music and pray to the worship, hallelujah. If you got to put on somebody else praying and you pray while they praying, you do whatever it takes to build your wall of protection because this prayer is going to protect your mind. This prayer is going to protect your heart. This prayer is going to cause God to move on your behalf. This prayer is going to push back the forces of the enemy. You got to do like David said. He said, in the morning. Oh God, your voice. You're going to hear my voice in the morning. Hallelujah. And I'm going to direct my prayer to you and I'm going to look up. Can you, can you commit to God that you're not going to look at your circumstances? You're not going to look at your situations, but you're going to look up and look to God. So you got to be intentional. Now I'm going to talk to you because I took a little time to break out, break down some things in this study. So this word, when he says praying always, Okay, now I want to tell you about this because you got to be intentional and you got to be committed. This is why I said this in the beginning. You must be committed to pray. Okay, and I'm not talking about no for five minutes. Listen to me. You need to spend some time because if you're walking outside your door, there are all kinds of forces of hell that are coming against you. The spirit of deception. And we're going to deal with that. Amen. You got to build your wall. You got to fortify your spirit, man. You got to build yourself up. We're talking about living in the end times. This is why, and I'm going to show you in the scripture, this is why people can't make it. This is why people are falling away. No matter what kind of times we are in, you would think that people would be running to Jesus. But we're in a time now where, where people who are calling themselves preachers are running away from God. They're turning on, turning, turning to doctrines of devils. They're killing their wives. They are, they are becoming, becoming false prophets and preachers, even in the midst of all that's going on. You know why? Because they didn't build their wall. And I'm telling you, building your wall is going to protect you from the onslaught of the enemy. If you're going to be able to stand against all that is coming against God's people, all that is being released into the earth in this hour, you have got to build your wall. So here Paul says in Ephesians 6, 18, he says, praying always and at all times. When he says this, this word always, he's talking about a kairos moment. Now we understand what kairos is. Kairos is an opportune time, but kairos is also a limited time. Kairos is also a fitting time. It is also a specific season. So what he's saying is every season that you find yourself in, you need to pray. Every time you find yourself in a situation where you might feel like this is the opportunity that I need to take so that I can usher up a prayer or offer up a prayer to God, I need to take this, take advantage of this and get into this prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. To be in a Kairos moment is also to be in a 
signaled season. I got a signal. Something spoke to me. The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Something happened in the world, in my family, in my finances, on my job, in the news. I got the signal. Hallelujah. That it was time for me to pray. So this is what he's saying. Praying always when you get the signal. Pray. Praying always when it seems like this is the time to do it. Praying always when it seems like it's a fitting moment. Praying always when you feel like I got a limit. I don't got a lot of time, but I got to get this prayer in. He is saying, take advantage of every Kairos moment, every opportunity that you are afforded. Is anybody here? Are you catching this word? Are you understanding how urgent it is for you to build your wall in prayer? Not in playing telephone, not in talking to your best friend, not in going to the mall, not in sitting down having dinner, but it is time for you to build your wall and pray. Oh my God, it's 930 and I'm only on number one. Hallelujah. So as you begin to give your heart to God every day in prayer and you stay in that prayerful state of mind, you're going to find yourself being more spiritually in tune to what God is saying. You're going to find yourself, amen, being able to hear what God, amen, wants to speak to you. You're going to find your spiritual senses being heightened. You're going to find yourself, amen, being able to sustain. Here's the key. Sustain. Sustaining a spiritual sensitivity. Some of us, amen, are spiritually sensitive, but only in certain times. But when you learn how to sustain yourself in this posture of prayer, you will learn how to sustain your spiritual sensitivity. It won't come and go. It's not going to blow like the wind. When you get up, amen, you get in the presence of God, that sensitivity, amen, is heightened. And as you walk through the day and you are continually, amen, praying always, being intentional about every opportunity that you have in order for you to pray. When you take that opportunity, you will find out, amen, hallelujah, that your spiritual senses are heightened. That was number one. Hallelujah. So what was the point? Pray every morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, you ready for number two? Number two, read your Bible every day. How many days? Once a week? No, Every day, read your Bible. We quote Psalm 119, excuse me, verse 105, but do we take heed to it? Do we follow it? Do we adhere to it? Psalm 105, the psalmist wrote, he said, the word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You have got to be determined that God's word is going to be that guiding light for you. That you're not going to just follow somebody else's. Listen, thank God for your pastors. Thank God for your apostles. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But they cannot be your only guidance. Come on here, somebody. They cannot be your only guidance. Your guidance has to come from God. You've got to get into his word and let his word be that lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Why do you need a light, a light, a lamp to your feet and a light to your path? Because the places that we have to walk into sometimes is dark and you can't see where you're going. But you need the word of God to light the way. Come on here, somebody. You need the word of God to be able to light the way in order for you to make the right decisions. We are in the valley of decision today. 
We have we are having to make difficult decisions every single day in the midst of this time that we are living in. And in order to make an educated decision, a wise decision, listen, after you pray and your spirit is sensitive and you get in the word and then you wait on God for his instruction, you can make the right decision. But if you just grabbing for straws. I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So you got to be able to make sure that you get this light. Turn the light on for your feet. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You got to turn the light on for your feet. All right. When you read in, in, in the book of Joshua, chapter one and verse seven, God spoke to him and he said to him, don't you turn from the right hand or to the left so that you can prosper with us way you go. What was he telling him not to turn from? Don't you turn from this word. 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 You got to be determined. That you're going to stay in God's word. You're not going to allow other voices to speak to you. You're not going to listen to what other people are saying to you. You're not going to allow, amen, any other spirits from the outside to infiltrate. Why is this important? Because we sin when the word is not in us. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. You didn't put the light to your feet on your path. You didn't turn the light on. So that you can see where you were going. So you found yourself walking in a dark place. And you found yourself giving in to sin. And you found yourself giving in, hallelujah, amen, to temptation. Come on here, somebody. You found yourself doing that. And because you found yourself doing that, you sin. So we find ourselves sinning, crashing, quitting, failing, and falling because we don't get this word in our heart. So you got to let your eyes be full of the word. Let it flood your mind. Let it flood your spirit. Let it flood your heart. Hallelujah. So that God's word can touch your emotions. You cannot make decisions being emotional. You got to let this word touch your emotions. Touch your heart. Touch your mind. Touch your thoughts. Break into every place in you that you know that you have been You know what I'm saying? That you've been following in the wrong direction. You got to let the word break in. Why do we need that? Hebrews 4 and 12 tells us that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner and is a discerner. Say it again. And is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's why you need the word, because the word is going to turn the light on the things that are in your heart that you want to do that are against the will of God. Oh, my God, Apostle, this is so basic. Sure is. But we got too many people. I know that's country, right? But we got too many people backsliding on God. We got too many people falling, failing, quitting and crashing because they are not praying and getting in the word. You got to pray and get in the word. You got to pray. Listen to me. We weren't smart enough to get saved on our own. God had to draw us. We weren't smart enough to leave sin alone. God had to deliver us. Come on. We weren't smart enough to get saved. He had to send his son to save us. So stop thinking you're smarter than God. Stop thinking you are smart. We're just not. You got to pray 
and you got to read this word. You got to pray and you got to read this word. It is important that you take the time to pray and read God's word on a daily basis. On a, how many, how many daily, every single day? Well, Pastor, I just don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I, my, my, my schedule is so busy. You don't have no excuse. You know why you don't have no excuse? You don't have an excuse because you can, you got, you got a, you got a device and I know you do. Download the Bible app. The Bible app will read to you. What's your excuse, bruh? What's your excuse, sis? You have none. Get this word and hide it in your heart. And there's times I tell myself I'm force feeding myself. I will force feed myself. I will lay down sometimes in my bed and watch the word and get that word in my heart. I will put, listen to me. They got YouTube videos that you can play on your TV. If you got a smart TV or if you have, if you have fire TV, you can, you can put on YouTube and you can play videos that will read scripture to you all night long. What's wrong with you? Listen, you sit up and watch TV all night. Stop going to sleep, playing all kind of hell in your spirit. Come on here, somebody. We're going to get to that too. Hallelujah. Amen. But you need to get this word in your heart. All right, let's get to number three. We're doing good. All right. Hallelujah. Because you, you, you got to understand if you're going to defeat the enemy, Jesus defeated the enemy with the word, not his emotions. So you got to get this word. How are you going to defeat the enemy when he comes against you? Through the word of God. So you've got to get this word in your heart. Get this word in your heart. But you got to get it in your heart. Number three, you need to confess sin quickly and be cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Confess your sin quickly. Let me tell you something. I am so sick and tired of excuses. We got excuses for everything. Why not just confess you jacked up? You messed it up. You didn't do what God told you to do. You didn't do what you was committed to do. Stop making excuses for your flesh. I'm tired of it. Are you tired? I'm tired of my own flesh. Do you get tired of your own flesh? I get tired of my own flesh. No more excuses. Okay. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I hold myself to a standard that's up here. So I'm like, you're going to get up and pray. You're going to read. You're going to study. I don't care how tired you are. You're going to do it. You listen. You got to get a hold of God. You're going to commit to spending more time. And I and I mean, and I'm not talking about being like a, well, yeah, I'm kind of a taskmaster for myself. But only because I know that there's more of God. And we cannot make excuses and think that God is going to pour out his spirit on us. Use us for his glory. We're just going to walk in the anointing anyhow. And we're not confessing our sin and letting God cleanse us. Let's give me some, let me give you some scripture. You want some scripture? First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Why do we need to confess our sin? Because sin opens the door to the enemy. Sin gives the enemy license in your life. Okay, so you have to be able to confess your sin. Hallelujah. Proverbs 28, 13 says, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth, open your mouth and confess it. Whoso confesseth and forsaketh, there is the key, forsaketh, confesseth and forsake. I got to come back and deal with this word forsake. 
Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what this word confess means. Okay. Because when I was looking at it, I was like, well, my God, hallelujah. We, 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 we just always take things to just mean one thing. Hallelujah. And we got to learn how to dig deep. Somebody say dig deep. You got to dig deep so you can get this word. Proverbs 28 and 13. Let me deal with this word confess. When this, when he's using this word confess, this is the word yada. You know, you know, to extend your hands. You know how you sing that in the song? Yada, extend your hands. All right. We sing that as a song, right? And, and it, it eventually became a, a, a denoting worship. But initially, that was not what the word yada meant. Yada was a it was a shooting of arrows. It was to throw down something as if it were stones. It was to cast off. It was not to just extend your hand. It was to remove something from yourself. And this is why you were extending your hands. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you got to understand that when the scripture is saying to confess your false. You got to cast it out. It's the same thing as casting out those things. Confess means to cast out. Now let me get let me get this word forsake. Okay? So the word forsake means to abandon, to reject. You got to reject your sin. You can't pet it. You can't make excuses for it. If you're a liar, you can't pet your lie. Come on here. Hallelujah. If you're a truth breaker, you can't pet your truth breaking self. If you, amen, hallelujah. If you're an adulterer, stop patting your back. Confess your sin. Reject it. If you are prayerless, stop being prayerless. You ain't got no power. You need to confess your sin of prayerlessness. He says it, it means, amen. He says forsake it. That means to desert it, abandon it, leave it. To be set free. From it. You got to be set free from your sin. You got to confess. That's what he's saying. If you confess it, you'll be set free. You know why you are still dabbling? Because you won't confess it so you can be set free. You go on to God and say, Lord, forgive me for sin. But have you confessed it? Have you gone to God and said, Lord, I am dot, dot, dot. Lord, I did dot, dot, dot. Confess it. Say it out of your mouth. And then cast it from yourself. Cast it out of you. Shoot it like an arrow away from yourself. Declare that it cannot live here. Amen. Once you confess it and forsake it, that means that it's going to come back and try to find you. But you have abandoned it. You can't pick it up again. So one, pray. Two, get the word every day. And three, confess your sin. These are the things that block us from the blessing of the Lord, that block us from being able. You don't understand how come the fight is so strong. You don't understand why your heart is so hard. Why, why is it so hard for you to be able to walk in your deliverance? Why is it so hard for you to walk free and receive forgiveness? Why is it so hard for you to get free of guilt? Because you won't leave that sin alone. You won't confess it and reject it. You can't just confess it and go back and pick it up. Can I say that again? Oh, it's quiet in the house. You can't go back. You can't confess it and go back and pick it up. And listen to me. I'm talking to I'm talking to the leaders. I'm talking to the saints of God. I'm talking to those of you who are preaching because some of these preachers are the biggest sinners. Did I say that? I sure did. I ain't sorry. I ain't taking it back. I meant what I said. And I said what I said. 
This is what is out. This is what our problem is. We got to come clean with God. All this adultery, all of this, your chest is out. Your butt is out. Did I say I did? You wearing your skinny jeans. We see what you packing between your legs and behind your back. We don't need to see that. Confess your sin. I'm not telling you you got to dress like a grandma or grandpa, but do we have to see all of your packages? Must we see your entire packaging? We don't need to see that. Save that for your husband or your wife. Confess your sin of lust. Confess your sin of, of, of being sultry and lewd. Oh, we ain't ready. Go read what the scripture says about the works of the flesh. Come on. You want something deep. You want me to prophesy. That is a prophetic word. That if you don't repent, you're going to be lost. God's desire. This is how you build your wall. This is how come the enemy is getting in. Because we're not. We're playing. You cannot. This is not. This has never been the hour to play. But it's most especially not the hour to play right now. Where you at, Zion? Can you hear, can, can you hear me now? Oh, this is not what you, you didn't sign up for this tonight. I ain't taking the bet. We got to confess our sin. Okay, number four. <laughs> number four. So number one, pray. Number two, read the word. Number three, confess your sin. Cast it from you. Number four, put on the whole armor of God. Can you see how we are building something here? You can't put the armor on without confessing your sin. You can't cover up your sin with the armor of God. You got to confess your sin so that this armor fits. Come on here, somebody. So it's, so it's not trying to detach itself from you. Come on here. Amen. Ephesians 6.11. We're back in Ephesians. Ephesians 6.11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Let's talk about what the wiles of the devil is. And then we're going to stop here. Amen. And we're going to continue next week. Amen. On how to build your wall. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this word wiles is the Greek word method, method, methodo, methodia. I, I practice saying this word methodia, which means craftiness, schemes, trickery. It is to lie in wait. It is deceit and cunning arts. So what is he saying? He said, put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the methodia, the craftiness, the schemes, the trickery, that spirit that lies in wait for you, that spirit that is waiting to deceive you, that spirit that operates in cunning arts because it's from the devil. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is the will of God for us. Okay. God has given us powerful spiritual weapons okay and so this is why you got to put the whole arm on you can't cover your head and leave your feet uncovered you can't put on the breastplate of righteousness and leave your shield you got to take the whole armor and you got to arm yourself every day you got to cover yourself we're talking about things that you got to do every single day not just because we're in the pandemic but because we're in the last days Time is sailing to the last port and we are in uncontrollable, unpredictable, hurtful, treacherous and menacing times that are emotionally difficult for people to bear. 
And so because of that, we got to get ourselves in alignment with God, get in alignment with his word, bring our flesh under subjection, put this whole armor on so that we can stand, so that we can put on the Lord battle troop, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and the and the prayer, the prayer, which is your sword, it is your lance, and amen, and supplication, it is vital, it is effective, you got to be able to use these tools, these are powerful weapons that you're supposed to be able to use every single day, this is how you're going to stay free, this is how you're going to, amen, keep your wall up, keep that hedge about you, Keep that hedge about your children. Praying. Put it on the armor. Telling them to put it on. Amen. We're in a time now where conflicts are becoming more and more intense. That these tests, how hard is your test? How hard has your test been? Oh, oh my God. How difficult has, here how difficult has this season been for you? Hallelujah. Amen. And are you using your God-given spiritual weaponry? What are you doing? You waiting for somebody else to pray you through? Don't wait on it, Smokey. It's not happening. We can say a prayer for you, but you got to build your own wall. Come on here. So you got to pray. You got to, you got to read the word. You got to confess your sin. And you got to put on all of your armor. This is what God wants you to do. Amen. You got to be able to drive back the enemy from out of your space. He's coming to try to get in your space. He's coming to try to get in your house. He's coming to try to get in your mind. But God has given you power over all the power of the enemy. He has given you weapons that are, amen, not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You can pull these strongholds down if you get in position. Glory to God. But you got to make a decision that that is what you desire and that is what you want. If you don't make this decision, you don't make this decision and you just go all along and just let whatever happen to you. You don't have to let everything that's going on around you just happen to you. Nothing just happens. Can I say it again? Nothing just happens. Did you open the door? Did you did you did you make space for the enemy to get in? Come on here, somebody. You got to shut the doors. You got to shut the doors so that the enemy cannot get in. So that he's not allowed, amen, to infiltrate your mind. To take you off of focus. Off of what God has called you to do. What he's commanded you to do as his vessel. So I'm giving you four points on tonight on how to be able to build your wall of protection. And I pray. I pray that you would apply this word to your heart, to your life. And again, as I said, if you're having difficulty praying, join us in the morning, 7 a.m. to 7.30. Listen, it's just, it's a supplement. It's a supplement. We're not doing all the work for you. Amen. If 7.30, if 30 minutes is not enough prayer for you when we finish, go finish praying. This is just a supplement. It's a word. Amen. To be able to speak into your heart. 
hallelujah, to get your day going, to command your morning, to, amen, align your heart and your mind with the word of God. Join us in prayer, 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. every day. It's going to be on our page. It's going to be on uh, uh, YouTube Live, Periscope Live, amen, on our prayer channel, The Sounds of Oasis, amen, hallelujah, amen, and on the Oasis Prayer Channel, we'll be on there. And, you know, it's, it's going to help you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to strengthen you. Don't let what is taking place in this world today take you off focus. Build your wall. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you have to be intentional about this. God is not going to do it for you. You have to do your part. And so I pray that the Lord, amen, has encouraged your heart. Listen, if you got fire TV, Amen. We want you to take a minute and we want you to download the Fire TV app. Download our Fire TV app. Go to your Fire TV, click search and type in Oasis Television Network. Amen. All you really have to do is type in the word Oasis. Scroll down to where it says games and apps and you'll see Oasis Television Network. Go and download it. And so that way you can watch some powerful teaching and encouragement conferences and things that are going to speak to your life. Amen. If you have Roku, you can watch us when we're live. Amen. You can watch us live on there. We and, and, and you have our prayer channel as well. Or you can go to our website. Amen. Hallelujah. Openmedia.org forward slash uh, OTN. So we have to update this because the, uh, the new address is OTN. We want you to go in and we want you to get this word. This is about preaching the gospel. This is not about making nobody famous but Jesus. Okay. This is not about Francesca Stubbs Ministries. We don't have Francesca Stubbs Ministries. Okay, so so let me tell you, this is about Jesus. I need you to get a hold of God and every avenue that we can take. We are going to take it so that God gets the glory so that we can preach this gospel. We're taking advantage. Amen. And if you feel the same way and you want to be able to get your ministry on TV, then I need you to contact us. You need to contact us, amen, so that we can get your ministry on Roku, on Fire TV, and we are on our way to Apple TV. They're building our app now, and we're getting it together. Why? Because we are not going to stay grounded. When I say grounded, we're not going to stay in one place where they say, you can't travel, you can't go here, you can't go there. Listen to me. We're going to go where the gospel will allow us to go, amen? And if that means that we have to kick down doors and open up the way so that we can get through and preach the gospel, then that's what we're going to do. Amen. And everybody that's murmuring and complaining and talking, let them keep talking. Meanwhile, don't watch us watch our moves because we're going to preach this gospel. And if that's you and you want to preach the gospel, contact us today. We want to preach the word. And if you have a heart to reach souls, not to try to build no name, but to try to preach Jesus, Jesus already has a name that's been built. All you got to do is uplift his name. He said, if I be lifted up, we'll draw all men unto me. So let's lift up Jesus so that he can do the drawing. Hallelujah. And so I just wanted to invite you to be able to do that. We love you. We thank God for you. What I want to also encourage you is we are coming to Rosh Hashanah. Hallelujah. Friday, Friday, September 18th at 7 p.m. We want you to join us for the Voice of the Prophets broadcast. This is an annual thing. This is not the first time we did it. This We do this every year by God's grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we will be doing the Voice of the Prophets broadcast on Friday, September 18th at 7 p.m. We have a panel, amen, of believers that are going to be on here sharing the word of the Lord and what God is saying, amen, for this hour. And so we encourage you to join us, amen, on this so that you can get this word, amen, for Rosh Hashanah. 
also Friday, that's Friday, Saturday, Saturday, join me, amen, and my special guest, Apostle Terry Weems, amen, we're going to come together and we're going to share again, hallelujah, on Saturday, September 19th, we want to release a prophetic word for the season, we want to prophesy to you, we want to pray for you, amen, we want to make decrees and declarations over the upcoming season and whatever God is saying and doing, we want to be, amen, ready for what God is saying, amen, and preparing our hearts for it as well. Listen, and we, and I said we're preaching the gospel, right? We are breaking into the Southern Pacific. Right here, Apostle Noah. Apostle Noah, amen, who is from Embassy House of Hope in um, Australia. We are partnering, amen, hallelujah, and we will be preaching the gospel with her. They're doing a roundtable discussion on, it's 1 p.m. Saturday, their time. It's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But it's 1 p.m. Fiji time, okay? So it's Australia, Fiji, New Zealand. The gospel is being preached. And so we're going to be on here, hallelujah, with them, amen, hallelujah. We are partnering, amen, with Apostle Noah, and we are taking this gospel into the southern, the South Pacific, amen, that entire region. We're going to cover the earth with the word of God. That is what God has given for us to do. Hallelujah. And I pray that you can join us for this powerful time. It is going to be a great blessing. One more, one more, hang on in there. One more. Hallelujah. Then here we go with Apostle Ken Cox. And I'm going to share this. Amen. I got two minutes. The ethnic prophet. Amen. Myself, along with Apostle Michael Fram, will be guests. Amen. On with Apostle Ken Cox. Amen. The Zoom info is there. We want you to join us. Amen. So that you can come on and hear what the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. Saturday, September 19th. Hallelujah. At, at, at 12.30 p.m. Saturday, September 19th. Come and get this word. Come and get this word. Come and get this word. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, if you have not registered for for GLU, we want you to get in here and register for GLU. And don't forget tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be with Apostle uh, James Powell. Amen. In Power Center Ministries. So we want you to come on in and pray and hear the word on tomorrow. We appreciate the Lord for you for your time. And I'm just going to put this up here one more time. Amen. I got one minute. Amen. Saturday class begins on the 24th of October. Register. Go to the website. Register. Hallelujah. Saturday's class. Monday's class. Uh, Prophetess Bradley will be teaching Apostolic Ministry 101. Tuesday's class. Prophetess Andrea Jackson will be teaching Prophetic Intercession 101. You want to get in these classes. Don't miss it. If you miss it, you're not going to have nobody to blame but yourself. Get in here, get this word. The Lord bless you and keep you. That is always, always my prayer. Until next time, God bless you and build your wall so that God can get the glory out of your life. You never get delivered from what you don't define. Come on here. You can't get delivered from what you don't define. So you have to define, this is what my issue is. And I need God to give me grace, to give me strength. Amen. I need to stand on the word so that I can overcome this thing.
A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at penfed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. When you're a pro, you got to do a little bit of everything. A little. A little. And even a little. And it helps to have something that works as hard as you do. That's why Valspar has a paint for every job, every room, every time. Valspar. You make it happen, we make it possible. Pros, head to Lowe's today and talk to a pro rep about getting up to 10 free gallons of Valspar through our paint trial program. Exclusions apply. See ValsparPro.com for details.